Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. Present. On today's episode of Top Ranking Podcast, Bryce? Uh, we got a few things, including I have an idea for a summer camp. For kids? No, not definitely not for kids. It's only for adults, and uh, spoiler alert, it's not going to be for everyone. It's not rehab, is it? It's <laughs> close. <laughs> is, is rehab considered camp? It's close to rehab. It's as close to rehab as you can get. Hey, everybody. Did you hear Kevin's in rehab? Do you mean grown-up summer camp? Rehab the summer camp? No, not okay. quite. Although I don't hate that idea. That's actually pretty good. No, except for the part where you can't have any booze. Similar, but a little harsher. Okay. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, we also are going to talk to a guy who waited in line outside of a fast food restaurant opening for 72 hours. How did he get that kind? What did the other partners at the firm think when he <laughs> took that kind of time off? When you take three days to wait in line for a fast food joint. Yeah. Uh, a lot of questions there. And we're going to talk about the official rankings of the stinkiest stinks. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. What are the smelliest things? Hey, Bryce, can I ask you a question? What's that? Is this a safe circle in which to share? Mm, sure. Top Ranking Podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top Ranking Podcast. Bryce, I've been, um, I've been thinking about, I had to shoulder check there. I've been thinking about getting a man purse. Oh, great. Your silence is everything. <laughs> if you stop, look, I don't want a man purse because I think it's fashionable. It's just so, it's the same reason people without kids buy a minivan. Very practical. You can get a lot of stuff in a minivan. I don't really, it's not like I wear, I want to wear the purse over my shoulder to show everybody that I've got a really expensive man purse. I just want to be able to keep my stuff in one place altogether. Um, not going to lie to you. If you came in one day sporting a man purse, I think that would be the end of the line. Hmm. That would be the end of the road for the old top ranking podcast. Really? I wouldn't be able to take you seriously anymore. When I see a guy with a purse, I immediately think a lot less. What if you and I are out at a mall together, like we always do when we go shopping for clothes together, mm -hmm. and it's like a montage in the change room of me bringing you outfits? <laughs> and then <me laughs> you sitting there as I try them on, just shaking, shaking your my head. head? No, because that's, that's how we live. Uh, what if we're at this mall together, and you got your sunglasses, you got your keys, you got your wallet and everything, and I have a man purse with a bunch of spare room in it? Don't you think that your stuff would... Wouldn't you like a break from your wallet, your glasses, your keys? No. Oh. No. See, I just, I think, because you're thinking of it from a practical standpoint. I need room for all this stuff. I question how much stuff do you need to carry with you at all times? Well, I, I'm not surprised you are reacting this way to, the, to me getting a man purse because I announced it recently in my social circle and it was met with much ridicule, even from my wife right. who couldn't stop laughing when I told her I was thinking about getting a man purse. So... I think what it is is that I'm at a certain age in my life now where I can't introduce new things anymore. It's like I think I've talked about this in the past. I wish I would have been a hockey jersey guy. Like I can't at my age just start wearing hockey jerseys. I don't have the sports knowledge to back that up. 
I'm past the point in my life where I should be making, you know, hard lefts or hard rights in my fashion choices. It's sort of, <laughs> yeah. so I can't be a hockey jersey guy. I needed to start that probably in my teens. I can't be a bow tie guy because for the same reason, I'll be mocked and ridiculed and I love a bow tie. So the the bow tie is an interesting one too, though, because you either have to be old and insane to start wearing a bow tie or 15 years old. That's There's no middle where you start wearing a bow tie. Yeah, if you showed up to work on Monday wearing a bow tie, everyone would talk about it. Maybe not to your face, but yeah, everyone well, would talk about it. Yeah, well, and I want to caution 15-year-old listeners to this right now too. If you're a young man, 15 years old, and you're thinking of getting a bow tie, don't because you will be friend-zoned immediately by everyone. It'll be all over for you, pal. Bow tie kids don't get dates. So old, insane people... Yeah. 15-year-olds and ventriloquist dummies. <laughs> That's the only people <laughs> that can pull off the bow tie. But I guess what I'm getting at is a, a much younger Garney Andrews probably would have carried a man purse. Yeah, I think that would be a mistake. Yeah. I see no upside to it. I think you could throw a backpack on and have the same results. Yeah, a backpack. I'm not a student. Or I'm not a hobo. Or you streamline the operation and just maintain what you can in the pockets on your pants. Yeah. Somebody uh, got some support here. Line four. I want to get in on this uh, man purse topic. You've done it before, right? Your wife, your girlfriend, she's out. You go into her closet. You pull out some of her old purses and you stand in front of the mirror with them slung over your shoulder to see whether you could pull it off. Sure. Uh, I've had a man purse for probably about five years. Yeah? And yeah. when you first introduced it to your Social circle, how did they react? Nobody said anything. They probably just talk about it behind my back. I was thinking, that's exactly what I was thinking too. The minute you left, they're like, oh my God, what the hell is that? And frankly, I don't care. Hmm. See, I care. I mean, hmm. I'm an, I, I used to be a really overweight guy, and everything in my pockets used to pull my pants down, kind of, and I'm always pulling my pants up. So the man purse was the perfect solution to prevent or a belt stuff that was weighing my pants down from pulling my pants, you know, having me to adjust my pants all the time. So do you, are you still carrying the man purse? Yep. Yeah, I sure much, am. What do you carry in there? Your wallet, your keys, wallet, keys, phone, sunglasses, emergency underpants. My wife and I own a business. So there's lots of receipts, like, so I have, like, stuff in there where I shove receipts in. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to put in there. Phone charger. Do you have a spring man purse and a fall man purse? No, I, I just have, I have the same purse. It's just a basic black purse, kind of like a nylon-y material. It's a nylon one. I like the fact that at the, he's like, yeah, it's a nylon purse. Just to, just to let us all know that he's not carrying it for fashion. Mm. It's Purely practical. I like that. Most people are like, it's not a man purse. It's oh, yeah. a satchel. And if you have to correct the name of it, if you have to start defending the name, uh, no, there's a different name for it. For men, it's called a satchel. Nope, it's a man purse. And everyone keeps giving me the same quote, and it's driving me insane. It's this one. It's where I keep all my things. I get a lot of compliments on this. Plus, it's not a man purse. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the hangover kind of 
ruin that argument. And before that, it was an episode of Seinfeld, I think, where they referred to it as a European men's carry-all. <laughs> Not a purse. <laughs> I just think that if you introduce a person to your life now, if you think you're carrying a lot of things now, all of a sudden, now that you have the opportunity to carry more, you're going to jump on it. And next thing you know, you're almost a hoarder of sorts. You'll find old receipts in there. It's going to be loaded to the brim with Canadian tire money. Yeah. 90% of the stuff in your man purse is going to be stuff you don't want in your man purse. You're a hoarder, but you've got stuff to do. You need a man purse for the hoarder on the go. <laughs> for a hoarder with things to do. Uh, Scott. Well, I don't know if you should consider a man purse, but have you ever considered a utility belt? See, Batman can wear a utility belt. Nobody laughs at him. Exactly. A big belt, all your stuff that you need on it, just strap it on before you head out of the house. Bob I think the, that the utility belt needs to make a comeback. Even Bob the Builder, he wears like a carpenter's belt. Nobody laughs at Bob the Builder. Yeah. I Nobody's going to question that somebody's wearing a utility belt. They're just going to assume that you've got business to do and you're off to do it. And it, it's not going to be a fashion faux pas. It's, if anything, people are going to pay attention. They're going to think that you're someone who's got something to do. I'll start wearing my underwear outside my pants. <laughs> See, I do. Why couldn't you just start wearing a, like a, a carpenter's belt, a tool belt? You could keep, you could keep your peanuts in the pouch, the nail pouch. You could keep a bottle of water in the hammer loop. I like this a little better. And just for the optics, have a hammer dangling from it. Yeah, but that's where the water bottle goes, Bryce. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. Ooh, that smell! Oh, yeah. Can't you smell that smell? I don't believe that's a song about garbage, Bryce. I believe that's a song about uh, chasing the dragon. A marijuana cigarette? No, much harder than that, I believe. Oh, is that riding the lightning or chasing the dragon? I don't know. I, I believe it's cute. chasing the dragon because riding the lightning is when you go for a ride in the electric chair, mm. <laughs> which I'm sure is probably not. Oh, see, I never even thought about that. I'll bet you that's a smell. Ooh, geez. Well, I can tell you this. So official rankings of the stinkiest stinks. Mm -hmm. I, a year and a half ago. Had laser eye surgery done. Ooh. And everyone will tell you the same thing who's ever had it before, is that it does not hurt. It's painless. The worst part of the whole procedure is the smell. Does it smell like barbecue? It's not barbecue. No? No, it is a very... Was there a fleeting moment where you're going, that smells kind of delicious, and no. then you realized it was your eyeballs? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is not a delicious stink, um, but there is a smell. And I remember going like, is that me? And yeah. the doctor doing the lasering was like, no, no, that's the reaction of the argon from the laser. I was like, no, no, that's my body burning. <laughs> that's my eyeballs melting. Oh, gross. So that was the worst part. And that was the stink. So a convict on death row riding the lightning? Yeah. That probably lets out a smell. Yeah, you would, oh, you'd be haunted by that. Well, you would be haunted by that for a long time, I think. At the risk of being graphic. Okay. So they're being electrocuted to and, death. Okay. And there's probably a lot going on. Bodily? Bodily wise. Uh -huh. A lot of things being expelled at the same time because all control is lost. Yeah. I've often, have you ever had this thought like 
where people are like, if you're on death row and it was your last meal, because you know how you get a fancy last meal, mm -hmm. what would you have? I would have half a glass of tap water. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be letting go of the chimichangas and the bucket of chicken. Oh, you see, I go the opposite direction because this is it. This is your final middle finger to the man. But I don't want to go out like that. That's a that's a tough way to be remembered. <laughs> Remember yeah. Serial killer Bryce. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, man, he was ruthless. He was mean. He was. We had to retile that room <laughs> when he was done. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it wasn't just about? it wasn't just having to buy a new shower curtain. We had to jackhammer out the tile. We I had don't to regrow the place. Uh no, we're talking about the power rankings of the stinkiest things. And the reason we brought this up is the dishcloth. You know how sometimes you'll be washing your dishes and you're like, what is that? Ew, and you realize that the dishcloth has gone sour. Yeah, like milk goes bad and dishcloths go bad. Oh, my God. And the dishcloth, it's like I said before, you get that on your hand and the dishcloth stink is the henna of stink. It'll stay on your hand for weeks. Yeah, there's no industrial soap strong enough to scrub that stink off. And you also... The uh, you got a house full of people over, and you think that you might have a stinky dish rag, and now you gotta subtly be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want people to see you sniffing the dish rag. Oh, it's just the worst. And I feel like there's some people out there they can't smell it. Oh my god, it's gross. Oh, it's so bad. Thank yeah. you for like letting me know that I'm not alone. When was the last? Hey, when was the last time you rotated out your uh, your dishcloth and your dish towel? Um, we do it weekly. Yeah, I don't know how often you're supposed to do that, though. Well, I do my dish towels weekly, but mm -hmm. like the dishcloth is pretty much like as it comes to be, like because I I'm not one of those people who has those fancy like I bought those fiber dish towels, whatever. I use like the traditional J cloth, just like my mom did. I forgot about the J cloth. I feel like the dishcloths, you just can't wash them. Like, they don't, you can't get rid of that smell. You can't. Oh, yeah. They, sometimes the stink is permanent, perma-stink. Yeah. And you got to just throw that thing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. funny how you try and be all discreet and subtle when you're smelling the dishcloth to see. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it like I walk by a sink and I smell it. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's a bad smell. The the cloth smell is bad. And the thing about that one is it comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. One day it's good. The next day you're just being kicked in the teeth by. Repeatedly. <laughs> by yeah. Stink <laughs> oh. By a stinky dishcloth. Um, another one, too, is you buy brand new shoes. doesn't matter how, like, you could be walking out of the shoe store in your brand new shoes because that's what everyone does, right? You leave the shoe store in your brand new shoes? I've never done that. I did it when I was seven. But then you step in a pile of dog ass oh. that never comes off those new shoes. It's there permanently. So I would say that would be in the top three or four. Yeah, you could power wash the bottom of those shoes. Yeah. It's still going to smell like dog dung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, egg salad sandwich. That's a bad one, too. Mm. When somebody throws an egg salad sandwich in a garbage can at work and then leaves for the weekend, you come in on Monday morning. Holy crap. You should call the fire department and get them to bring some of those giant industrial fans that they use to clear the smoke out of a building after an industrial fire. Have you ever opened the uh, fruit? Crisper. Uh, 
and you left strawberries in there just a little too long. Ooh, no, I've never experienced the joy of Ooh, bad strawberries. That one can get a little rough, oh. especially if you've let it, like maybe you went on vacation for a couple of weeks. Mm. You come back, open that thing up. Oh, it may as well just buy a new fridge. We got a text from somebody who said that he has perfected the dishcloth dish, dish sniff, though. He, uh, if he's got a house full of people, he'll go over and he'll be doing dishes and he'll rub his fingers all over it. Then he'll pretend to scratch his nose, and that's how he can detect whether it's time for a new dishcloth. Wow, that's like a kamikaze mission. But you still have to walk around for the rest of the evening entertaining a house full of company with a stinky dishcloth hand. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking one for the team on that one. You're putting your stinky dishcloth hand in the bowl of peanuts now? Gross. I think I can trump them all, though. I think I have the stinkiest stink. Oh, I think... Okay, no, this is good, and yeah. Dead. Is it what I think it is? Dead guy. Dead guy, okay. Yeah. I've never smelled a dead guy. This got really morbid all of a sudden. Hey, when we're doing a list of the stinkiest stinks, it's not going to be a classy list. This is a true story. Yeah, this is... I was living in an apartment... And the guy across the hall from me died, and he was only discovered because of the smell. And I don't know how long he was in there for, but when they came to remove the body, it was midwinter, and I had to open all the exterior windows and doors to the apartment. It was so overwhelmingly disgusting. And at first, I didn't know what it was. I remember the night before he was discovered, I had a friend come pick me up, and I got into their car, and I was like, man, my building reeks. Like, someone needs to take out their garbage ASAP. That is brutal. And then next morning is when they were taking out the body. I still didn't know until there was a knock at the door and a police officer comes by. Oh. And he goes, when's the last time you saw your neighbor? And that's when I was like, why? <gasps> Ooh. Is that what I'm smelling? And I'll never forget what he said. He said, I can't say, but yes. <laughs> I was like, oh. Did you do that move that they do that crime scene detectives sometimes do when the scene is really, really grisly and they put uh, like Vicks Vapo rub on their upper lip? No, but I think that is a technique. Yeah. I wanted to do the thing where I pull a handkerchief out and just put it over my nose. Oh, yeah, because that solves everything. Or get one of those like the SARS masks that mm -hmm. everyone wear, yeah. like, like a medical mask, but hold it. Don't put the elastic bands over my head. Because that's Hold when it, it in place. Yeah, when you put the elastic band around your head, you look like an idiot. <laughs> you do. But let me tell you this. If you've never smelled dead guy before, it's a rough one. I think that might be number one on the top ranking podcast list of Stinkiest Stinks. Ooh, that smells. Can't you smell that smell? Top ranking podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. So, Bryce. You had a brilliant idea. You've only briefly shared with me mm -hmm. what you're thinking of here. But I do like the idea of a summer camp for adults. Yeah. You came up with one uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, that was... Uh, uh, it was the... Um, what what's was the it? word for when you keep a jury? Sequestered. sequestered. Yeah, sequestered. So camp sequestered. Where they take your phones and stuff. You just stay in a hotel room. You can't leave. Yeah, they just bring food to you. Yeah. You read books. Camp sequestered sounded good. Oh, yeah. And I was sitting around thinking, you know what else would be good? What? Prison. Hmm? Have you ever dreamed of what it would be like in prison? Your life would be so simple. It kind of is. Yeah. So Camp Clink is what I'm calling it. See, the, the most appealing part of Camp Clink and going to prison is the fact that you make no decisions. 
Nobody ever asks you to decide, what are we having for dinner? What are we doing this weekend? What are we doing this afternoon? Want to go outside? No, you're told all these things. You're told what to wear. Yes. You're told when to wake up. You're told when to shower. You're told when to eat. You're mm. told when to go outside. And even when you go outside, it's like shoot hoops, lift weights, or just stand there. Yeah. Will there be uh, <laughs> steam pipes everywhere, like in every cell, so you can do chin-ups? Yeah. Yeah? I was thinking there could even be a Dufresne special. Oh, what is the Dufresne special? That is where you get the option of tunneling out. Uh-huh. And if you can get past the crack guards on staff at Camp Clink, your stay is free. I was going to say you get another week for free or something because you don't want to get sent home. Or maybe you get to be the warden for a day. Do you get those pants with the release in them so you fill the cuffs with dirt? You walk around the yard and that's how you get rid of it? Yeah. Huh. You find a wise older inmate to give you advice as you go through this journey. But like we all want to go to prison because we want to see what we would be like in prison. But we don't want the nastiness of, you know— being murdered in prison, the criminal record, yeah, being in there for the rest of your life. Do you, okay, I got to ask this question. I need to put it delicately too. Do you get bar soap or soap on a rope? Dealer's choice. Soap on a rope. I think that's what you want to go for. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little weird on your summer vacation to go to a camp where you're having group showers with strangers. <laughs> yeah. That's just part of the experience. Yeah. So then after a week there, you can walk away knowing what it's like on the inside. So you come out hardened then, right? Yeah, you come out a different person, but you can travel. Okay. You can cross the border. Camp Clink. You can work around children. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet. Where if you can dream it, there's definitely a porno about it. I still don't know how to feel about this guy. So where we are right now, there's a new fast food restaurant that's opening up called Jollibee. And it's huge in the Philippines and other parts of the world, like massive in the Philippines. Like in the Philippines, it's akin to McDonald's. Yeah. It is huge. It's everywhere. And there's a handful in Canada. The first one is opening here and people are losing their minds. Yeah. Like there's been a guy in line for, well, he waited for what, 72 hours? 72 hours. Three days he sat in line outside of this location ahead of its opening. He's from the Philippines and he's had their food dozens of times while he was living in the Philippines? Nope. (laughs) No. No. He's a... He's a local guy. He's a local guy, never been to the Philippines, never been to Jollibee's, never He's never even heard of Jollibee. Nope. Nope. But he wanted to be first in line, so he waited three days in advance. And it's one thing to be excited and line up for something. It's another thing to give up three days of your adult life to wait for a fast food place you've never even experienced before. You know what will be the ultimate power move? They unlock the door, he folds up his chair, and goes home. He was just in it for the experience. Doesn't even go inside. (laughs) I thought it would be funny if they unlock the door. Everyone's like, yay. Boo, it's open, Jolly. He gets inside, walks up to the till, and takes five minutes to figure out what he wants. Yeah. It's not like he hasn't had 72 hours to stare through the window at the menu. He's like, do I want the chicken? Do I want the burger? Do I want the wiener spaghetti? Do I want the, yeah, hot dog spaghetti that's sweet, apparently? Yeah, that's weird. That's a little strange. But I'm tempted. But I thought it would be funny if he did that. I also thought it would be funny... If he goes through this whole process, goes in, makes a big order, and gets debit card declined. (laughs) So, if you're the person in line behind him, if you're number two in line, do you pay for his order 
so that he can, you know, get something for the 72 hours he stood in line? Or do you say, screw you, and you move to number one, and you get the first taste of Jollibee? Uh, I would be cold as ice. Would you? Yeah. Oh. I'd be hit the bricks, skid, and then I'd slide in, and I'm the one on the front page of the news the next day. No, the story still remains how the guy got debit <laughs> declined, which is humiliating, but now that's humiliation on an international level. Oh, that'd be so amazing. Yeah. I actually decided to go down, and I talked to the guy. Yeah. Because there's a few important questions I think we needed answered. Namely, how do you, did you take vacation days for this? Yeah. How do you... Uh, Drop the Browns off at the Super Bowl. Gross. When you're waiting in a parking lot for three days. Did you have to take vacation days to do this? What uh, no. was the situation for you to come down here for give up three days? I've entirely abandoned my, my, my comrades at Architribe, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know if they'll uh, appreciate that very much, especially since I haven't been plugging it at all. And we, like, organize festivals and stuff. I, sh- I should be putting this on the radio. Um, but- oh, so you just didn't stop going to work? Well, I don't really go in, but there are meetings I've missed. <laughs> I probably should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's been, it's uh, irresponsible, but um, it's also my life, so. Yeah. I, I, sorry, guys. <laughs> the, the other I love you guys. The other question that is quite popular yeah. is uh, where do you go when you have to take care of business bathroom-wise? Right. Well, the power went out, so that was tricky for like an hour or so. It might still be tricky. I'm not sure if the power's back on. Um, but we found a pet store that either has backup power or whatever. We found a pet store. So, but before I just like commandeered people's presence and their, uh, yeah, the other people, random strangers. I just like, could you watch my stuff? And they did it. It was weird rolling up to that guy and families of six, seven people taking photos with him. He's a folk hero now. He's become some kind of weird icon. Would you call him almost a religious figure? A little bit. He wasn't wearing shoes. Oh, see? Yeah, he wasn't wearing shoes when I got there. Oh. People who don't wear shoes and attract a crowd, the, um, was he charismatic? <laughs> was a bit charismatic. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You sure you didn't accidentally join a cult? Maybe. They oh. did give me this nice Kool-Aid to drink. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song.